Good morning, good afternoon, welcome to the Ryan O'Toole Podcast, motherfucking week two preseason, done, okay, it's over, okay, I'm burping, I don't give a fuck, you wanna know why, cause I was literally on the outro of this episode and I dropped my goddamn recorder, okay, I'm gonna put it on the ground, flew off my goddamn table, Smash the batteries flown out in the entire projects. Just adios. So we're back here. Okay? We're back here. I was just bitching about Mookie Betts and the Red Sox and how they're not good. Okay? How they're not good. But we'll get into that later. Let's get right into the nitty gritty. Okay? Let's get right into Patriots Packers week two. First off, fuck my notes. Fuck everything. Isaiah Bolden, um, scary scene if you weren't watching the past Packers game, uh, kind of got canceled. Uh, they just ended it with like 10 minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Uh, scary situation, Bolden got hit, just kind of flew down. Patriots cornerback Isaiah Bolden stayed still. Scary fucking scene, scary scene. You knew when you watched it, he just stood still on the ground, no bueno. Uh, glad to report at least he flew back to Boston, um, so he was able to get on an airplane. So he must be doing at least okay. Uh, so, hey, prayers to Isaiah Bolden. Everyone at the Ryan O'Toole podcast is fucking supporting you, bud. Um, I know it sounds fucking stupid or whatever, but, you know, there is some things bigger than football. You know, you hope that fucking kid's health's all right. And uh, kid's just playing for a job, you know. Kid's played for a job and... Uh, yeah, it sucks when you watch that stuff. All right, let's just get into the goddamn game, shall we? Mac Jones thought he was fine. Offensive line rotating all over the place. Um, it's nice to see David Andrews out there. No Cole Strange. Um, I'm a little nervous about the Patriots offensive line, which I guess I always am. You know, I'm always nervous about the offensive line every season. Even the years we had Brady here and Mankins was on the line and things like that. Uh I'm nervous about the Patriots' offensive line this year, sure. Uh, I know they're getting shit in at practice, things like that, but I just want to see a good line out there. That's what I want to see. You know, uh, but hey, I'll talk about the guys behind the line. J.J. Taylor. How shifty did that little prick look, huh? How shifty did fucking J.J. Taylor look? They said it on the broadcast, and uh, I agree. He he looks like Deion Lewis. Not as fast as Deion Lewis, definitely not... Um, I don't think he has the speed that Deion Lewis had, but little shifty motherfucker, you know, for a small guy. Everyone thinks, like, oh, small guys are hard to hit because they're small, which, yeah, okay, you know, that can be used towards an advantage, but it's like he's also good at just not letting guys. He's very shifty. His J.J. Taylor, at least last night, looked very shifty. Um, and I can't talk to you too much about Green Bay. At least they had their starting defense out there for the first uh, the first couple drives, so... Yeah, but Taylor was in there later on in the second quarter, third quarter. Um, so we'll see that. But J.J. Taylor, hey, uh, thumbs up for J.J. Taylor. I thought uh, he played good. And listen, that running back position, I was worried about it. Yeah, I'm happy we got Ezekiel Elliott. We obviously needed. Um, first off, the Patriots, I went into this last episode, the Patriots needed another running back. They needed more depth at that position, um, which they addressed by getting Ezekiel Elliott. Um, 
So J.J. Taylor, good. Just getting low. That's what I liked about him, how low to the ground he was while he was running. Fucking cutting awesome. I was happy about that. Uh, Jalen Mills. Jalen Mills was all over the place. Love that. Uh, I like him at safety much more than I do cornerback. Okay, he just looks more free out there. He's moving around with purpose. He he He's just not a cornerback. Okay, Jalen Mills just isn't like a true cornerback. He could be like one of these like safety high, you know, cover guy. He's not a cornerback. He's not an every play fucking cornerback. And the last two years with Jalen Mills, on, I mean, you saw it. It's like the Patriots were ready to move on from him. This, I mean, at one point this offseason, they did move on from him. Okay, they did move on from Jalen Mills. Okay, they end up bringing him back, which, hey, fine. Okay, but if they didn't, I don't think anyone would really have an issue with it. Okay. He's flying all over the place. Uh, he looks good this preseason. I'm very excited to see Jalen Mills take on his former team, Philadelphia Eagles, week one. I really want to see um, what he has to give to the team this year. Mac Jones, of course, we got our first look at him. How did I skip over him? I went to J.J. Taylor and Jalen Mills before Mac Jones. Thought he looked fine. couple nice passes there. Um, couple nice passes there. Uh no excuses for Mac this year. I mean, there's no excuses. You know, offensive coordinator, this, that, you know. There's no excuses for Mac Jones this year. So, got to do it. I thought it looked fine. He had a couple nice balls, I thought. Uh, missed a pass. Uh, one of the tight ends over the middle. Um, so, we're going to see. We are going to see, okay? We're going to see. Kayshawn Booty. Wide receiver the Patriots got, I believe, in the seventh round. He had a great catch. Uh, took one to the house. He looked good. Um, I'm just so pissed I fucking dropped my god. Well, you know what? I dropped my recorder this episode. Started off. Kayshawn Booty was fucking great. Uh, listen, the offensive line, this is what I wrote. I'm just reading my notes I wrote down. Offensive line, I, they, they need their identity, okay? This is the same. This is what every offense, this is what every really unit in the NFL, you need an identity. Um, this is why Belichick's been. This is why Belichick's the best coach of all time. In, in Yagi, when you see people that just can't understand, like when a when a core position group gets an identity, uh, or they there's a lack of identity, it, it always comes down to coaching. Um, I just want to know who the fucking five guys protecting the quarterback and protecting the running backs are going to be. I need to know who the good guys up front are going to be. The big guys, okay. Offensive line needs identification. Okay, it was good to see David Andrews in there. Obviously, he's the captain. Um, captain of the team. One of the captains of the team, but also be the absolute leader on that unit. Um, but not having Strange out there, not having Slacky out there. You know, you want to see... I just want to see the front of that fucking offense. You know, just want to see the front of that offense. Uh, I wrote down a note. Belichick taking a timeout one second left in the third quarter. That was great. If you weren't watching, uh, clock was running down in the third quarter. Belichick called a timeout on fourth down. It was fourth and goal. Belichick calls a timeout because the wind on the other side of the field was going mental. So he wanted to kick. If he was going to take a field goal, he wanted to kick into the flat wind before uh, the shit was going haywire at the other end. And it, honestly, it probably would have only been a fucking 14-yard field goal. But he calls a timeout. Hey, it's preseason for Belichick, too. Okay, just know that. It's preseason for Belichick, too. Calls the timeout. They end up going for it. That was a play where Bailey Zappi came in. Looked through all of his reads. I, I really liked. Uh, 
was kind of looking in the flats almost the whole time. Zappi was looking at Taylor, I believe. A uh, couple of wide outs, booty. Um, and he just rolled, turned his back, rolled right around, and then walked in for a pretty easy touchdown. I thought it was a good play by Bailey Zappi. Um, he was looking really left the entire time. Didn't really, I guess, go through all of his reads. But, hey, he, he saw what it what it was. He had total vision of the field. Um, so I'll give that to Zappi. Belichick just calling a touchdown. One second left, third quarter. Uh, I liked it. Okay, I liked it. Uh, I believe the Patriots winning this game 21-17. I was kind of... Uh, the result of the game, uh, Ramondre Stevenson had a touchdown. Uh, listen, I guess a good outing from the Patriots. You know, it's tough to fucking evaluate these goddamn preseason games. You know, it's tough to evaluate these preseason games, all right? It's very difficult to evaluate these preseason games. But, hey, uh, that's kind of what I noticed out there. Uh, it's what I saw, okay? That's what I saw. Guess we'll get into Green Bay real quick. Uh, they fucked this Jordan Love thing up. No, it's not exactly uh, breaking news or anything, but it's like they just waited too long with him. Uh, not that, it's not even so much that they waited too long with him. They just they should have gave Rodgers a first round player, whether it be an offensive line, anything, anything, an offensive lineman, a wide receiver. I mean, they went to the NFC Championship game and then drafted Jordan Love, okay, and then proceeded to play Rodgers for the following three seasons, and now we're on Jordan Love's fourth year. They're playing him. Uh, seems like he hasn't really developed at all. I mean, there was a play that got sent uh, snapped the ball over his head in the first quarter, which led to a Patriots touchdown. Uh, not good. <laughs> not good uh, from Green Bay here. Uh, I would not be feeling optimistic with Jordan Love. I mean, you look at him. I just wouldn't be feeling good because you look at it. Say he has a good year. Say Jordan Love goes out there and tears it up, right? Say he, which I think is a massive, massive uh, if. But say he does. Say Jordan Love goes out there and just fucking tears it up this year, right? He, he could say he wants a contract extension. What do you do if you're Green Bay? You know, what does Green Bay do? I mean, they've already fucked this situation up by, like, having him sit on the bench for three years. What do they do? You know, just all around a pretty terrible situation, you know. Uh, hey, no love lost for me. Couldn't care less about the Packers. Don't like them. Don't really hate them, okay. Uh, couldn't. Yeah, it's just, it's just what it is. Uh, so, yeah, that was Pat's Packers. Just my quick notes of it. Uh Brendan Schooler, I thought, made a great play on special teams. But, yeah, it was pretty fucking scary. Um, I'm just glad this kid Bolden's all right. Trey Nixon also went down. He got banged up. Uh, Let's hope he's all right. All right, what else went on? We had UFC last night. uh, Sugar Sean O'Malley. Fucking knocking out Aljo. Uh, O'Malley get the second round knockout. Uh, good for him. The Gotham was going crazy. Uh, hey, I mean, that was a mean knockout. Two to one underdog, uh, knocking out the champ like that. Hey, tip of the cap. Uh, I don't know how I feel about O'Malley, honestly. You know, he kind of annoys me in the sense where it's like, uh, 
the sponsorships and all that shit. I just feel like he's kind of been whenever they try forcing, and this always happens. And you know, it's becoming more and more with UFC, but it's always happened in boxing with the Golden Boys and um, even Mayweather to a degree, where these guys promote. These guys get promoted to a point where it's like they, they're almost forcing you to be a fan of them, you know? Um, and I don't blame the fighters for that. I don't blame the fighters for that. But it usually does make me not like them, you know? Even last night, it's, you know, fucking Sean O'Malley's fucking energy drink or whatever it is as a sponsor. And the watch, the... It, John, uh, John Anik said something about it. Um, you know, a fucking Boston sport. It's just every... He was like shoved down our throat, okay? He, he shoved... Same with this fucking Patty Pimbleton, the English kid, all right? Who I don't believe is that good, okay? Patty, different story, but that Patty Pimbleton's not that good, okay? But he's like one of these guys is almost like an influencer as well as a fighter kind of being forced down our throat. Now, I don't think O'Malley's that. I don't think O'Malley's that, okay? Because, I mean, O'Malley's holding a belt right now, deservingly so, all right? He's beating the shit out of the entire featherweight fucking division. Okay, so he deserves it. Um, but, yeah, so it just kind of turns me off to it. But, hey, he, I mean, just you drop a guy like that, drop Aljo, who's a fucking animal, Long Island, New York. Uh, Got to tip your cap to him. So new featherweight champ, Sugar Sean O'Malley in the UFC. Pardon me if I'm a little tired here, okay? I recorded this whole fucking episode and dropped my goddamn... You know what? I don't owe you an explanation, okay? I don't owe you a fucking explanation. All right? I'm just trying to make your day better, all right? Am I... What am I... What am I doing, honestly? No. Yeah, I guess so, actually. I guess so. Uh, so that's... Uh, that was UFC, the Patriots. Uh, the Yankees. Let's talk about the New York Yankees. This is sure to throw a uh, throw a little smile on everybody's face back home. They actually suck. the The New York Yankees actually suck. Okay, I know Yankees suck. Yankees suck. You know, always getting said, always getting chanted. All right, it's a Red Sox fucking Indians game, Guardians game. All right, don't cancel me. All right, whatever the fuck. Okay. The New York Yankees actually suck. They're not good. The New York Yankees, they're not good. I mean, to get swept, you lose four games at home to the Red Sox. A Red Sox team that I'll say it, the Red Sox also aren't good. Okay? The Red Sox aren't good. Okay? The Yankees lost, what, nine in a row now? Yankees lost nine in a row. They lose four at home to the Red Sox. Okay, two bottom dwelling teams. Okay, I know. I know people are gonna say, "Oh, wait, fucking Ryan, the Red Sox are fucking eight games over five hundred. Yeah, sure. Okay, they're not making fucking noise in October. You kidding me? So what? The Red so- What are the Red Sox gonna win? Eighty five games this year. What, what do we got? You know, they'll win. You got. You got eh, I guess we got almost two full weeks left in. A little under two full weeks left in. We got 10 days left in August, we got September, and we got a couple days in December. Red Sox are going to be, what, barely above 500 they're going to finish this season? Barely above 500? Okay. They're playing good now, you know, they're playing good now. 
the Yankees, though, it's like the and another thing too with the Red Sox is like this is why this this series to the this series if you're the Yankees is extremely concerning. All right, the Red Sox are mailing this season in. Okay, and we're gonna get to the Red Sox on Wednesday night. Okay, I got an episode coming Wednesday where I really just lash out my frustrations with this entire organization from ownership to general managers on down. Okay. Because the Red Sox are a disgrace. And I've told you, I've, 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 I will not spend a dollar on the Boston Red Sox. All right? I'll always root for the Red Sox. I'll always support them. But financially, I'm not. You think I'm spending money on the Red Sox? Why? So they can give it a fucking Liverpool and the fucking Pittsburgh Penguins? You're out of your fucking mind. Okay? You're out of your mind. And we'll get to that on another episode. Okay? The Yankees losing four games like this to this team. The Yankees are bad. Okay, and this is something I want to address. The Yankees haven't really been bad like this in a long time. A long time. The, the Yankees go out, they pay guys. All right, they paid Aaron Judge. They went out and got Carlos Rodon. Okay, he's not playing. They paid Garrett Cole, who got fucking smacked around once again by the Red Sox. Giancarlo Stanton, who, you talk about my favorite Yankee signings of all time, is Giancarlo Stanton. He's one of my favorite Yankees of all time. Talk about a guy who is just, I mean, he's done, first off. I mean, the guy can't even move around anymore. All right, always been one of these guys, classic one of these guys. I'm just going to swing as hot as I can at every pitch, okay? You could really just throw him sliders down and away, and he <laughs> he cannot resist a down and away slider. Giancarlo Stanton cannot resist a down and away slider, all right? He sucks, okay? He sucks, all right, when the Yankees signed him prior to, I believe, 2018, all right, I was happy. And he won the MVP the year before. Remember, he had 59 home runs, crazy year, all that. Listen, this guy is terrible, and they're still on the books for Stanton. i got to look that up. What do they have, three more years left after this season of Giancarlo Stanton? They're in a bad place, the Yankees, okay? They are in a bad place. We're going to go Giancarlo Stanton contract. I believe it's three years after this season. Oh, God. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Am I am I right? Oh, we got him until 2027. So they have one, two, three, four years left. And then a club option in 2028. So you're going to have Giancarlo Stanton at least through the 2027 team, uh, through the 2027 season with the Yankees. That's fucking beautiful. And then a club option, 2028, for 25 million bucks. Of course, he'll be gone. Um, Marlins will retain 10 million each, okay, per the opt-in. Okay, well, this is not opt-in. Um, so Marlins are paying, I guess, a little bit for 26, 27 they're paying for. Uh, listen, just fucking awesome, okay? Just fucking awesome. But, I mean, he's making $30 million, 32 and 25 and 29 and 26 and then 25 and uh, 27. Atrocious signing by Brian Cashman, okay, and Aaron Boone. And I know they came out and said about a month or two ago that Aaron Boone and Brian Cashman, they're not moving on for them. I don't see how they can keep them now. Uh, after getting embarrassed like this at home, I mean, George Steinbrenner, talk about someone who's rolling over in their grave right now. 
just it seems like no one in ownership cares about the Yankees. Like they go out and spend money and just like, oh yeah, like like oh yeah, that that's it. You know, that's it. You know, yeah, we'll we'll go get Rodon. We have, we have Cole. I mean, Garrett Cole getting smacked around by the Red Sox again. I mean, this guy can't pitch against the Red Sox. He cannot pitch against the Red Sox. Harrison Beta. It's like these these this team sucks. This Yankees team sucks. They actually suck. They actually suck. You know, so hey, I hope Brian Cashman's a GM for another fucking 22 years or whatever it's been. Um, but this Yankees team actually sucks. They actually suck. And uh, it's great. I mean, I just can't see. I mean, how do you... You're Aaron Boone, right? He, get, he, he got thrown out of a game last week. You know, he's trying to fire up his team. How do you look at your team? How do you look at your clubhouse and expect them to, like, play... F- it's It's over. It's Aaron Boone hasn't been a good manager now in what's it, what's this his fifth year with the Yankees? It was 20, 2018, 2019, 2020, 21, 22. This is sixth year with the Yankees. Aaron Boone. Okay. Oh. He's terrible. He's terrible. He's just not good. You know, he's not good. Let me count this again. 2018, 2019, 2020, 21, 22. This is Aaron Moon's sixth season. It's not good. And uh, I'm here for it. You know, Brian Cashman just keeps opening up the checkbooks. Radone. I mean, Radone's not even, I mean, I, I take what he has to be done for the season now, right? Got to be done for the year now. Bailey fucking pitches. Bailey plays. Always getting banged up. You know, they love getting these guys from like small market. It's like everyone. You know, you get these guys from small market teams. They can't handle New York. Can't handle Boston. So, hey. That's that. Uh, the Yankees officially. I'll say it. The Yankees officially suck. Uh, you lose four games like the way they did. I mean, giving up six runs in the first inning to the Red Sox on Friday night. Giving up a touchdown in the first inning to a Red Sox team that's not that good. You know, that's how guys lose their jobs. Uh, all right, what do we got here? Tennis. Uh, Djokovic. Uh, fantastic fucking win, I thought, over Carlos Alcaraz in Cincinnati. Um, I thought Alcaraz was walking away with this thing after two sets. I go, this thing is going to be easy. I don't know if I feel like Alcaraz blew it. Um I just thought Djokovic really just figured it out, learned how to play. Um, his stamina was there. I thought his stamina was great. Setting up for a classic U.S. Open. Can't wait for another Grand Slam. Uh, two best players in the world. He just fucking... Uh, these guys, I could just watch them play fucking all the time. I was watching an Espanol. You know, I got this illegal cable hookup, boy. You know, I got fucking Tennis Channel. I got all this shit. Uh, threw it on in Spanish. Um... So forgive me for not following the Tennis Channel broadcast, all right? I'm, I'm learning my Espanol, all right? I don't need to follow that shit. Um, temperature was hot down there. You saw when Djokovic picked up his trainer, his, his fucking coach gave him the fucking drink through the tablets in there, the hydration tablets. Give me some of those. I mean, that was like Michael Jordan's fucking Space Jam drinks because he was fucking hydrated. He was cruising. And... uh 
They got it to go down to the wire, and fucking Djokovic just fucking got it done. So, hey, good for him. Good for Novak. Uh, the guy's a fucking animal. And Alcaraz, hey, Alcaraz, too. I mean, Alcaraz a fucking... I, I hope they're the final of the U.S. Open. So we got the U.S. Open coming up next week. Uh, a lot of fun shit going on. All right, I think I covered most of everything I wanted to cover here. A little sports broadcast little thing. Uh, what do we got going on this weekend? I got comedy this week. Excuse me. Glass of whiskey. Got the Grizzly Pier Midtown, 54th Street location, 8.15 p.m. Tonight. That's Monday, uh, August 21st. I got Grizzly Pier Downtown at midnight on Tuesday. I guess, is that Tuesday going into Wednesday? Uh I'll be selling tickets for that show, so fucking come find me in Greenwich Village. Say, hey, I want to go to the show. Uh, Wednesday, we got the Mookie Betts episode coming out. Thursday, I'm at QED um, in Queens down in fucking Astoria. I got that. Uh, Friday, I'm at the Grizzly Pier downtown, 10 p.m. And Saturday, I'm at the Grizzly Pier, 8 p.m. downtown. That's Saturday, August 26th. So uh, pretty much every night this week, I'll be performing uh, this Obviously, more shit that's going to pop up. Tuesday morning, actually, I'll be also on Amazon selling shit. So we got a lot of stuff going on. Okay, a lot of stuff going on. Uh, listen, hey, that's the weekend sports recap. Uh, my quick thoughts here. Uh, yeah, all right. Sorry if I seemed a little tired. I recorded a whole episode and then fucking dropped my shit. But hey, this is the episode. I'm not apologizing for nothing. I thought it was a good one, all right? Uh, Instagram, give me a good review, whatever you listen to this on, follow me on Instagram, got some videos coming out, always give it a like, share it as a fucking story, alright, support the cause here, we got some, com- I got some guests coming up, we got some good shit popping up here, so listen, that's the podcast, thanks for listening, uh, I'm out of here, peace out bitches, have a good week, have a good, listen, it's Monday too, alright, it's fucking Monday, alright, get through Monday, go fucking hard on Monday, alright, that's the key to Monday, go hard on Monday. Kill work Monday. Uh, what else we got? We got any holidays this week? Fucking nothing. All right. A uh, couple weeks left in fucking August. Hurricane. All right. I'll be up here Wednesday. All right. We got the Mookie Betts episode coming Wednesday. I'm going to really last show. We're going to talk about this Red Sox team last few years. All right. Uh, like. Give me a good comment. Give me a good review. I'm out of here. Peace out, bitches. <laughs>